Hey everyone, Tori here. I just wanted to take a second to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast so far. Your support means so much to us. I also wanted to let you know that we have started a Patreon to fund our show. We have a lot of cool perks for our supporters, including director's notes for each episode, monthly Q&As with the cast and crew, and maybe a special shout out for you on our credits. If you like this podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash Larry Wells Journals. That's patreon.com slash Larry Wells Journals and click on the join link. We are so incredibly grateful for our listeners and we can't wait to continue sharing this podcast with you. And now, on to the episode. Well, boys and girls. Happy fucking Thanksgiving. Also known as the third Thursday of November, and a day of personal hell in the life of yours truly. (laughs) And I'm not being dramatic, either. I honestly believe that this is what hell will be for me when I finally get down there. Faking nice with guests that mom invites, then sneaking away when mommy and new daddy number three get too drunk to realize what I'm doing. There are about four bottles of wine in, between the two of them, by the way. Then again, it's either mom and new daddy number three, or daddy and Vicky. I'll take drunken aggression over sober passive aggression any day of the week. From daddy, that is. Vicky just needs to do everyone a favor and go get fucking laid, because God knows that the last time daddy touched her was Tony's conception. Come to think of it, why isn't Tony a better Catholic? He was conceived because of guilt. Isn't guilt our thing? Is guilt really our thing? I can't decide if the Catholics or Jews have more guilt going for them. I think Catholicism is probably more shame-based than guilt. Yeah, (laughs) let's go with that. You know, I bet Daddy was ashamed after what happened with Vicky. But then again, his other choice was Mom. No winning for that poor son of a bitch. Then again, he brought the whole shit show on himself. Hindsight is twenty twenty, I guess. Jesus Christ. It's been a while since I tried the journaling thing. But, as intellectually stimulating as it is, writing Hannibal and Clarice fanfiction just isn't getting my rocks off the way it usually does. And, on a personal note, Anthony Hopkins, you can eat me with fava beans and Chianti anytime you want. (laughs) Anyway, maybe actually talking about my life will make me feel better. Hey, maybe that's what the whole therapy trend is all about. Who knew? Well, let's see. I've broken Calvin in. A lovely distraction for the time being. He probably wouldn't see it that way, but what he doesn't know won't hurt him. All jokes aside, though, he's sweet. He's very, um, considerate. (laughs) Not really the kind of guy that I usually see myself with, but there's a first time for everything, right? Maybe the fact that I'm usually attracted to total assholes is the problem here. Calvin could be good for me. Maybe. I'll keep you updated. It would be just my luck to have found a true asshole hiding under a friendly exterior. He's really good in bed, though. That's gotta count for something. Now, what he lacks in experience, he more than makes up for with a massive amount of enthusiasm. I think I'll keep him around for now. As long as he doesn't find out about my side hustle, we'll be in business. (laughs) He and Larry hate each other. Or, rather, Larry hates him, and Calvin just thinks he's kind of odd. And granted, Calvin doesn't exactly treat him well, but what can I say? The kid has to grow a spine at some point. I can't keep fending people off for him. I mean, really, there's only so many fires that I can put out, and I can tell that there's more coming because this kid has a target on his back the size of Texas. Though I don't really understand why people dislike him so much. I mean, yes, he's odd and a bit morbid, but I like the kid. 
He amuses me. I think he's suffering from a case of easy target syndrome. And, you know, I loathe to use the phrase, you're kind of asking for it looking the way you do, but holy shit, he is so asking for something dressed the way he does. I've tried to guide him away from the Edgar Allan Poe aesthetic he's got going on, but, I mean, the kid's stubborn. I can't tell if it's autism or a case of, help me, my mother's a drunken control freak. Seriously, wouldn't surprise me if that woman has her house bugged. Then again, I've shown up randomly a bunch of times, so probably not. Or maybe she just hasn't said anything because I haven't corrupted her child's innocence in a meaningful way yet. Holy shit, she totally has that place bugged. Memo to self. Help Larry search his room for a camera. Illegal, yes, but my mother did it, so I wouldn't put it past her. Oh boy, what else is going on? Um, that little bitch that Larry is carrying a torch for is dating Colin. Which, you know what, I am happy to pass my sloppy seconds on to you, Sadie. I'm happy for you. Make sure to buy some condoms. And probably some air freshener for good measure. Shampoo, too. Scratch that. A lot of shampoo. Actually, just take the thing to a fucking car wash. Seriously, not kidding. I thought that thing was alive. And not in the fun, sexy way. It was like a xenomorph. Ugh. Larry knows about it, I'm sure. He hangs on to her every word like she's the second coming. Oh god, that has to suck. Playing the best friend for the person you're crazy for? Hmm, I remember those days. Fond memories. Now, anyway. As I dimly recall, it didn't feel too good at the time. (laughs) Feelings. I remember those. (laughs) And you know what? If she just didn't feel the same way and let him down gently, that would be one thing. That would be the courteous thing to do. But I forget. I'm talking about Sadie, a child with a shocking lack of empathy. Seriously, I was impressed. I mean, at least when I do that to a guy, they at least get laid. She should do what I do. Woo a guy, get him to fall for you, fuck his brains out for a few weeks, and then let him down gently. Then again, I could totally see Larry being the kind of person who would be driven to the point of suicide by that. Yeah, don't do that, Sadie. I'm not in the mood for another school assembly on suicide prevention. Well, then again, I would just skip it, so I guess do whatever you want. I'll just have to find another freshman to rear. Okay, but back on topic. I seriously don't know what it is about Larry that says, take advantage of me. Because I'll be honest, I want to take advantage of him. He would be so much fun. Not in a sexual or romantic way, though, because as much as I like the kid, there are rules. More in a, I want to see if I can get him to do this thing kind of way. Because goddammit, I want to see if I can get him to do things. Like, Maybe I could convince him to scapegoat himself for me, or take the fall for me. Point being, Larry strikes me as the kind of person who might be useful later. Or, at the very least, he might be a good means to an end. But sadly, it seems that I am not the only person to have that thought. Which brings me to my next complaint. Fucking Crystal. Who knew that the dykophobe would end up being the biggest pain in my ass this year? And no, I don't know why she's afraid of lesbians. I really don't care. The point is that she's going out of her way to make my life difficult this year, and I really hate that it's working. And on top of that, she's using Larry in her quest to do so. Or, at least, 
she's trying to. And what's pissing me off even more is that she doesn't even have the balls to use Larry herself. She's using Olivia and Kevin to try and do it. Side note, what is Kevin's thing with Larry? He's hanging off the kid like a lost puppy. And what was that bullshit about Kevin not talking to him because he was in the understudy? Seriously, buddy, join the rest of your brethren in puberty. We are supposed to be maturing as we grow up. Or so I'm told. God, the way that he looks at Larry. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, should I? Oh, nah. It's more fun if I don't tell Larry that Kevin's mooning over him like a schoolgirl. Oh, this is going to be interesting. I wonder how it's even going to play out. Then again... Does Larry even like boys? Granted, I know he's carrying a torch for Sadie, but does he really like her, or does he just think that he likes her? I mean, if he does like boys, I mean, that's cool. The gays are in now. It's not 2003 anymore. But am I really in a place in my life where I need a sassy gay friend? Nah, Larry isn't sassy. He's just... awkward. Oh, God. (laughs) Kevin is totally into Larry. Oh, God, that totally explains the not talking to him about being an understudy. I mean, can you imagine being under your crush? (laughs) Why, yes, Fiona. Yes, I can. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. Hmm. Putting that revelation aside and getting back to the pain in my ass that is Crystal, Kevin, and Olivia... If it were just stupid high school bullshit that they were trying to do, then it wouldn't bother me. The fact that they're dragging up old business is what's pissing me off. Well, shame on you, Fiona. That's what you get for showing their older brothers the best night they'll probably ever have. Because, let's be real, five years from now, they're probably going to be fat. And, you know, it's almost a little sad because those guys will be the high school jocks that never managed to move past high school. And then they come to the 10-year reunion saying that high school is the best that it ever got for them. What I don't understand is why Olivia and Kevin... Okay, never mind. Olivia, I get. She was always a bratty little cunt. But Kevin? I never even thought that he and his brother were that close, so I don't understand the sudden need for vengeance. I mean, if I found out that Tony had a threesome with two girls, I would... Well, I mean, first of all, I would be in shock. Secondly, I would pray that it wasn't the Affleck commercial that he's currently dating. And then, once I got past all that, well, first, first, I would tell Vicky, because hopefully she would have a heart attack and drop dead right then and there. I'm not being cute either. I really want the bitch dead. But, after all that, I would throw my little brother a fucking party with two said girls, because good for them. And after that, I wouldn't say a damn word about it, because quite frankly, it isn't any of my business. So, you see my dilemma. Other people are going out of their way to make my life a living hell, and they're using the weird kid as a chess pawn. Which kind of pisses me off, because he was my chess pawn first. He's my project, and I get to play with him, and quite frankly, it really pisses me off when people try to touch my things. So, where do I go from here? Anything that springs to mind will land me in the dean's office, And as much fun as it was switching schools halfway through the year because of other people trying to fuck with me, I'd really rather not do it again. So, 
That means that we're stuck with the slow and subtle approach, which we all know really isn't my style. Maybe Larry would have an idea of how to handle the situation. He seems like a scaredy cat who would be afraid of doing anything big and bold. Shit. If Kevin does try to make a move on Larry... Fuck. I'm just gonna need to keep a closer eye on that situation. Shit! I'm gonna have to go back to recording my days again. God damn it. That was a pain in the ass. Brief side note, you would be amazed how much you miss when you can go back and listen to the conversations around you, though. I'll have Calvin help, too. I bet I could find some way to persuade him to help me out. Oh, and then there's that Tim kid who always seems to know when something is going on. I smell a rat. Which, by the way, a brief thing about Tim, look, I like hentai porn as much as the next person, but really, Tim, inflation porn? What the actual fuck? Even so, he might be useful. It's really just a matter of who he's more afraid of. Me or Crystal. If he's smart, it'll be me. But, just to be sure, I'm going to do some digging. Hello? Uh, Fiona? Hey kid, what's up? It's, um, uh, it's, uh, Sadie and Colin. It's, um, she had sex with them. Oh? The Larry Wells Journals is created by James Cookson and produced by James and Tori Cookson. This episode was guest-written by Tori Cookson. In this episode, you heard Tori Cookson as Fiona and James Cookson as Larry. Closing credits is possible by Ross Bugden. Find out more at Instagram.com slash Ross Bugden. Comments, questions, or just want to say hi? Email us at LarryWellsPodcast at gmail.com. To find out more about our show, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Larry Wells Podcast. Finally, if you like our show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps our show get found by new listeners, and we truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and be careful what you say. Never know who's recording. <laughs>